BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, guys. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. I need to figure out a new cadence to say that in The Bad Broadcast. The Bad Broadcast. Okay, whatever. I'll figure that out on my own time. Welcome back. My name is Maddie. Happy Monday. We have a great topic today. I'm really excited about it. We're talking about beauty hacks, the do's and don'ts, and the please never tries. And of course, it goes without saying that you are beautiful regardless. You don't need any of this to be beautiful or feel good or look good. But I love nothing more than a chat with a friend sharing beauty tips or things to never try. Do you remember getting ready for like parties or school dances in the bathroom with your friends and you're just talking about how you do your hair and how you're going to do your makeup and everybody's picking up tips from each other? That's what we love. That's what we want. That's what we need. So also, most of you know this by now, that I'm an esthetician. Have I ever worked as an esthetician? No. But did I crush aesthetic school? Yes. Have I waxed a few buttholes? You bet. Did I also spend a lot of time watching catfish in the break room and piercing my friend's ears with Amazon guns when no one was looking? Yes, I did. But I really enjoyed going to aesthetic school. And I feel like it gave me, obviously, a really good understanding of skincare. But when I left school, I was very much like skincare and makeup have to be medical grade or high end in order to work, which is not true at all. I mean, at this point in life, I hardly use any medical grade anything. If, yeah, I'm trying to think. I might have like one face wash that's technically medical grade, but that's it. I just think that there's a lot of really good options. Plus, a lot of the beauty hacks have nothing to do with the products that you use. It's a lot of like, a lot of people use ice or they use hot towels or whatever it is. So we're going to talk about all of that. And I just genuinely enjoy this topic. And I think a lot of you do too. And also, my male listeners, the 6% of you that are male, and who are not into beauty yet in your life, stick around, give it a listen. If you have a female partner, it could give you a lot of insight. And also you could pick up some tips because you got to stop with the three in one body wash. You know, you got to stop with the Irish spring bar of soap. I promise. This last week, I finally got Matt to splurge on skincare, meaning he bought $9 face wash instead of $2.50 face wash. And I swear he's the happiest he's ever been. I got him like a corresponding face wash and face lotion and like aftershave or like post shave balm or whatever. And then I got him a candle to light while he takes a shower. We don't share a bathroom if you're new here. And I mean, wow. So 
As a little treat, Matt gave me his five beauty hacks that he likes to use. And then we'll talk about your guys' answers of things you hate and then things you love. And oh, I love this topic. I love I love products. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hoe for a good skincare product. But anyway, Matt's answers. So these are his five go-to hygiene and beauty rules. He believes, Matt believes, I should have him on here. I should have him on here. Hold on. All right. I got him. I found him. Luckily, he lives in my house. So I was, it was very easy to locate him. But Matt has a good five bullet point list for guys that are maybe just getting started, would you say, into like the hygiene and, and self-care game. Yeah, or for husbands. Or for husbands. are unknowingly getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's Matt's list. Here he is. Okay, first, buy a safety razor. They're like 50 bucks and they look intimidating, but it, once you get one, it will change your life forever. It's like going to a barbershop every morning and with it, you should get a shaving brush because it makes a huge difference. It's kind of a big expense up front, but you don't have to spend $20 on razors every week if you're hairy like me. Second, it's not weak to exfoliate. It's actually really wonderful. Uh, third, don't wash your hair every day. I did, and I had like really bad dandruff in like high school because of it. It was awful. Fourth, replace your underwear and your socks monthly. At least. At least. Uh, it's really gross not to, and we don't talk about it enough as guys like replace your underwear. Uh, fifth. And lastly, you don't have to smell masculine. We have it beat into our heads. You have to smell like gunpowder and camping, but you can smell like orange and vanilla and it's better. I think. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Matt, for being here and sharing that with us. Yeah, I don't even really like like the super heavy, like tobacco, musky cologne scents. I would rather Matt smell fresh and delicious and clean because beauty has no gender, right, guys? It's for boys, it's for girls, it's for gays, it's for theys. Some girls don't wear makeup, some boys do wear makeup, it's for everybody. So let's get into first off the worst beauty hacks we've ever heard. And listen, these are just the most universally disliked beauty hacks. If you love them and you're living your best life, don't let me change your mind, okay? I'm not in charge of your decisions. First, the most popular answer that I got was homemade hair masks that have like egg and olive oil and bananas. I get it. We just, we trusted Pinterest so much. We trusted BuzzFeed five-minute hacks. Why did we do this? It's literally just a recipe for banana bread. And I've done this and I ended up, I did a hair mask and then I got in the shower and I ended up with scrambled eggs in my hair. Scrambled eggs gross me out as is, but do you want to know what's even grosser? Wet scrambled eggs. Do you want to take it to the next level? Wet scrambled eggs in your hair. I feel like it just added more and more junk to your hair, which is a place that you want like the least amount of junk. Next is toothpaste on a zit. We've all done it. We've all done it. And let's admit it, it it kind of works. It did. But at what cost? You know? Still don't do it, even though, even though it does kind of work. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but I only did it when my skin was very young and very resilient. And I was thriving on a zit treatment with toothpaste. Granted, I was also thriving with like those oxyclean face wipe disc things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those, the, my skin, my skin could handle a lot back then. It probably still could if I didn't spend my adolescence putting actual 
OxyClean on it. Ooh, egg whites in your hair to make it curly, to make it crunchy. You put it in when it's wet, you diffuse it. Oh, this was the thing to do in like 2007. The crunchy hair with the straight bangs and the polo shirt, the lacy undershirt layered underneath. I'm really upset that anybody let us have the aesthetic that we did. I say to my friends all the time, I feel like our my age, I'm 27, I'll be 28 this year. I feel like I was the last group of ugly teenagers. Like I swear the grade right below me was so hot. Do you want to know what I wore to prom? Do you want to know what I wore to prom? I wore an army green cap sleeved drop waist David's bridal satin gown. The next year girls were wearing like anthropology. They brought short dresses back. None of them had crispy tendrils framing their face. We truly were the last generation of ugly teenagers. I can't imagine that the hot teenagers now ever will look back at themselves and be like, wow, I was not cute. Like their faces are hotter than mine ever was or ever will be. I'm sure that their trends will die or go out of style, but wow. These 17-year-olds now, they're walking around with perfect glowing skin, amazing makeup skills, incredible style. I will say they've got Instagram, they've got YouTube, they've got a lot more resources than we had. Our only access to style, like when I was in high school, was magazines and my friends and movies. So when you grow up with Lizzie McGuire as your idol, you really, you win some and you lose some. All right, bobby pin to get out blackheads. I know it's so tempting. It's so tempting, but just buy an extractor. They're like $7 and they're way more gentle. But either way, when you're extracting your own face, you got to do it in doses. I have definitely sat down in front of my mirror and been like, okay, today's the day. I'm going to literally clean out every single pore that exists on my entire body. But it's not possible. Also, everybody's nose has blackheads. <laughs> blackheads. I've never, ever, ever met somebody who doesn't. It's so normal. It's so normal. All right, cinnamon to exfoliate. Ugh, yikes. A lot. Of, this was actually answered quite a few times. A lot of people got cinnamon, rubbed it in some water, and put it all over their face. I just think it's a good rule of thumb that if you can eat it, we should not be putting it on our face. Okay, coffee grounds. Rubbing coffee grounds on cellulite. I have some major issues with cellulite, quote unquote, treatments, because first of all, every single person on the face of the earth has some sort of cellulite or stretch mark. And for a lot of us, it's our number one insecurity. So not only are these cellulite treatments preying on our worst insecurity, I mean, let's be honest, most of the beauty industry is, but they're telling us something that can be like, they're telling us that something can be done about it, but by using a product, which is scientifically not true, maybe exfoliating can like help your skin look a little smoother, but it can't affect cellulite. Cellulite is fat under your skin with spaces in between it. So it makes a bumpy surface. And even honestly, even the thinnest people that I've seen, the most muscular people that I've seen, they all have it. So I just think it's a fallacy that it can be eliminated. And honestly, it's exhausting. It's so exhausting. Let's just stop worrying about it. We're going to Cellulite City this summer, okay? Nobody, none of us are going to judge each other. We're, we're not going to do that anymore. Oh, I was actually alarmed at how many people submitted this one. Urine to clear up acne. Putting urine on your face to clear up your acne. Okay, I get it. Your own urine is sterile to you, but it doesn't make it less gross. You know, when you have to pee in a cup or maybe when you're taking a pregnancy test or peeing on something and you get it on your hand, it is still so gross. 
even though it came from my body and it is not going to cause me any harm, the thought of touching it. I've also heard of people doing this, uh, like baseball players, like peeing on their hands and they, it makes them sticky. Ugh. Ugh. Count me out of touching any, any type of, of waste. Oh, sun in. Oh, my generation. We loved the sun in. It was truly the downfall of our time. I, I think it may have been. This was the original beauty hack that slowly started killing us. We believed him with sun in, and then we all started laying in tanning beds, and we were just gullible. We just did it all, and it was literally giving us diseases. Ooh, I have a lot of thoughts about this one. Okay, at-home microderm or microneedling. This is, okay, I don't want to be like, I want us to touch on so listen to me, but these really do shred your face. Like they are so bad. The skin on your face is so fragile. It it needs so much care. Well, it doesn't need it, but you know, you want to take really good care of it. Oh, these are so bad. They scrape, they pull. They're like, don't roll needles around your face. Don't roll needles around your own face. Don't scrape it with anything. Just let somebody do it. If you really, really, really need to be microdermed, just go to somebody. You can go to aesthetic schools and get like medical treatments done for so cheap. I don't know if a lot of people know that because I know it sounds scary to like go to an aesthetic school, but just ask for somebody who's been there for a while or who's like almost done. And also they have a supervisor who watches them do all the stuff. So it's really so much better if you need to, you know, get microdermabrasion, don't buy your own thing. Just go to a school and have somebody do it there. You know, it's so much more affordable too. These people charge so much for these at-home microneedling and microdermabrasion machines. They're hundreds of dollars and you could just pay for somebody to do it and it'll be way safer. Just, yeah, the the little rolly things that are sold, like, what do they look like? I don't even know what they look like, but they're just, they've got a little thing of miniature needles. Oh, it's just absolutely shredding your face up. Ooh, a lot of apple cider vinegar hacks that are just terrible. First of all, it smells totally wretched. And when people, I think a lot of people have used it like on their hair to make it less greasy. I know that there's, there's even like some professional products that are like apple cider vinegar rinses. I'd rather use that because they probably mask the smell a little bit, but it is truly repulsive. One time Matt took one sip and instantly threw up. It's actually, it was kind of a funny story this is not a joke. I was on the phone, we were engaged. And I was on the phone with the people who were making my wedding dress. And they called and they were like, Hey, your wedding dress is done. And I was like, Oh my gosh, perfect. And I was like, babe, my wedding dress is done immediately after he threw up. Like right after I said that he threw up, I was like, cool, cool, cool. So do you hate me? Like you don't want to get married because I just told you about my wedding dress and it made you throw up. And he's like, I just drank apple cider vinegar and he threw it up all day. Okay. We got to talk about cutting your own bangs because we've all done this. We all have. I I am the least innocent person in all of this. I have done so many weird at-home hair things that I cannot for the life of me figure out why I did it. I remember, okay, a few years ago. Oh, it was pro- it was a long time ago. It was like probably 8 years ago. I had the extensions that are put in with beads, you know, so they're like individual little things and they have a little metal clasp and there's just hundreds of them all over your head. I got my heart broken. And instead of going to the salon like a normal person to get my extensions out, I had my roommate's boyfriend take pliers to my head and take out my extensions. And then I cut it myself. Why did I do that? Nobody knows. 
but it's because when you're heartbroken, you make a lot of rash decisions. So I get it. You're going through it. You're having a low day. It might seem like a really good idea to do something permanent to your hair, but here's my advice. Do a fun hair mask. Okay. Paint your nails a crazy color. I know you need a change. Rearrange your room. Buy a new lip color. Do not do anything permanent to your hair or face or body when you're not in a good place. It's it's never worked for anybody. You know, about three times a month, I would say, I have the urge to bleach my hair. Just go buy some bleach from somewhere and just bleach it. I have to call every single one of my friends, which is two people, to talk me out of it. Because when I have a low day, I'm like, I would feel better. I would feel better if I bleached and cut my own hair. It's never worked. It's never worked. Nothing depletes your serotonin quite like waking up and realizing that you have completely ruined your own hair. Just resist. Resist for like a few hours and it will go away. The urge will go away. All right, at home Brazilian waxing. At home waxing in general. Well, I will wax like Matt's nose or maybe like my unibrow every now and again at home, just little places. But an at home Brazilian wax, oh, I shudder at the thought because when I think about the worst physical pain that I've ever been in, it goes as follows. One, the worst physical pain by far that I've ever been in was trying to get an IUD in. I think I talked about that. I'm sure I did in our vagina episodes. That was so, 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 so painful. And not because of, it wasn't routine. I don't know how much detail I went into uh, in the episode, but if you are going to get an IUD, you're going to be fine. It's not painful. I just had a weird experience. Uh, The second time, or the second most painful experience of my life was when I had to go to the ER, the ER, sorry, because I was constipated for 17 days. That was painful. That was really painful. And three, the worst pain, the third worst pain I've ever been in in my life was trying to do my own Brazilian wax. It's bad enough when somebody else does it. It's manageable and it's fast when someone else is doing it, someone experienced. But when you do it yourself, it honestly should be used as a form of torture. Like it feels like it would have been used as medieval torture. Do you guys ever think about torture tactics? Sometimes I do. And I always thought that the worst one would be having every hair on your body being plucked one by one. First of all, think of how long that would take. Think of how long, just one by one. Oh, and like, think about those really painful hairs, like on your ankle or on your bikini line. Oh, so much of being a woman is just being in physical pain. Waxing, tweezing, underwire bras, period cramps. Oh, there's so much physical pain involved. I I can't even think about it. So let's not cause ourselves any more pain than we have to, okay? All right, magnetic lashes were another submission, but these I actually got on both. So some people love them, some people hate them. I think it's probably just a preference. I personally, I don't wear false lashes, but I love the look of them. I think they look so beautiful when people can do them. I am pretty jealous of people who have mastered it. And one day I will learn. 2020 really did a number on my uh, my beauty regimen. Okay, coconut oil to tan. Do not put coconut oil on your skin to tan. I do know a lot of people like coconut oil as a moisturizer. I don't think it's that bad as a moisturizer. I know a lot of people also use it as a lube. But yeah, to tan, it will it will actually cook you. Like it will turn into hot oil and it will burn you. Uh, okay, rubbing ice cubes on your nose to close your pores. I think that this comes from something that I was also taught as a kid that the blackheads on your nose are just open pores and they need to be closed. But they aren't open. They're clogged. 
So closing them would actually do the exact opposite. I, oh, one time I saw Glossier, which is a brand I totally love, but I saw them post that blackheads just look dark because it's a shadow, which it's not. It's not a shadow. It's it's dirt. It's grime. It's oil. It's all oxidizing. It's turning weird colors. So here's my blackhead hack. This is the best thing that I have ever tried for getting blackheads out. Get a, get a pen and a paper or like pull up your notes app. Okay. Once you get out of the shower. So once you've taken a hot shower and your pores are nice and open and soft, put a little beta hydroxy acid on it. You can get this from the inky list for like $5. Also, any products that I mentioned in this episode are not sponsored. And I mean, if, if they want to sponsor me, that's great. But I'm just telling you guys what I use. So the beta hydroxy acid, you just put it on your nose, don't put it on your whole face or just put it where you've got, you know, clogged pores, I get them like on my uh, nose and my chin. So you put it there, and then put a clay mask over it. So it's going to like kind of seep that out. And just don't do the blackhead patches. I don't think they're as bad as people say a lot of estheticians are like, don't touch the blackhead patches. I think that they're fine, but there's just better ways to do it. So yeah, beta hydroxy acid clay mask. And then once the clay mask is dry, rinse it off and then just do it. You have to do it consistently. There's never going to be a skincare fix that gets rid of everything in one try. You have to, that's the thing that sucks. Like when you do hair products, when you have hair products, like if you use them once, you can normally tell a difference. Skincare, you have to use it like for a couple weeks to notice a difference. And that's the biggest bummer of all. Okay. Wet to dry flat irons. This is just salt on the wound. They were mocking us at this point. They were like, these girls will do anything to fry their hair off. They will literally do anything to get pin straight hair. And we bought these. I don't even know if they're still still in these days. I, I feel like beauty's come a long way. And we all know now that like the incessant straightening and uh, curling. I used to literally blow dry my hair, straighten it, and then curl it. No wonder I've had a mullet for the last 12 years. Okay, this next one actually hurts me deeply, 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 deeply because I've done it. And I can't even believe I'm admitting that I've done this, but taking a nail file to your teeth. Okay, just hear me out. So obviously, my teeth are fake now. And my real teeth that I had, uh, you know, my whole life, I always had bumps on the bottom, you know, like when you grow, grow teeth, (laughs) when your teeth come in, and they've got little bumps to like help them break through the gum. That's what they told me they were anyways. So it was always bumpy. I literally used to, oh, it, it gives me cold chills that I used to do this. I would bite down on a nail file and rub it against my teeth, trying to get them to go down, trying to get them smooth. Oh my gosh. Also, I should just answer this question now because a lot of people ask me about my veneers and why I got them. Well, obviously my teeth were not in great shape because I took a nail file to them, but I had a lot of, um, I'd really, I just had really bad teeth. They were really cracked. They were chipped all over and pretty much it was like, wait for them to chip all the way and get fake teeth or just get fake teeth now. But they are expensive and we had to save up and it was a, it was a big investment, but I just didn't want to wait for them to crack and have to pay for them unexpectedly. I'd rather save up and do them when we could. All right. Uh, the next one, setting your makeup with hairspray. That's a breakup, breakup, break out waiting to happen. Also a breakup. I would break up with you if I saw you do that. Magic eraser to remove self tan. Had I seen this on Pinterest, I honestly would have believed it. Because I didn't realize that there's like chemicals in it. Because it makes sense. Like, yeah, you would just rub it and get rid of them. But no, there's chemicals in that. Please don't rub a magic eraser on your body. Okay, 
This one was a really weird one that was only submitted once, but I just thought I should share it in case there's anyone else out there who's doing this, putting clear nail polish over a zit before concealer. I I can confidently say there was not a time in my life that I would have used this. And if you are, please, please don't. Please don't. I feel like that that's like a deep infection. Zits are already a type of infection, right? It's There's pus in there. It's an infection. To put nail polish on it? No, that's not sterile. No. All right, these last few. Um, Nair. Nair does not agree with most people. It definitely does not agree with me. I have eczema. Did you guys know that about me? I have eczema. I get it in my knee pits and my elbow pits when I'm really stressed or when I use a product that's just really abrasive. And Nair is scary to me because if you think about it, your skin is softer and it's more delicate than your hair. So if you're putting something on your skin that's dissolving the hair, it's definitely doing something to the skin underneath it. I mean, if it's working for you and you love it, continue on. But I, it's like a two thumbs down from me. And of course, the the all-time beauty hack of my high school career was wearing concealer on your lips. We thought it was so cute. Like I did not want my lips to have any type of color. I wanted them to be completely beige. The closer they were to my skin color, the better. And now if my lips are even the slightest bit pale, I have flashbacks of of what I looked like. I used to buy conceal like I used to buy tubes of concealer and put it on like lip gloss. Can you believe that we did that? Oh my gosh. And it was before any of us figured out bronzer. So we were just pasty as can be. And then our lips were just covered in concealer. And we looked like the ghost of Christmas past, but in a Hollister polo. All right. So now that we've talked about all the terrible things, let's talk about the good things. Let's talk about the tips that we want to share with each other that we love. First up, drink lots of water. I know that seems like an annoying tip. I know because you hear it all the time. But I have a little trick of how I've convinced myself to drink gallons of water. Okay. I have just told myself that water heals everything. Like, I don't know how I convinced myself of this, but I literally have. If I have a headache, water. If I'm tired, water. If I have acne, water. I've just, I have convinced myself. That's probably not true. Some of that's not true, but it does make me keep drinking water. Also buy a fun cup because then It feels fun to drink your water. And it really is really good for your skin. Unfortunately, I know it's annoying and everybody tells you to do it a hundred times a day. And it's not the cure-all, but it definitely does help. Next, we've got Botox. A lot of you love Botox. I love Botox. If you're into it, I absolutely recommend it. But you know, not everybody's into it. But it is preventative. And I do, you know, it's why celebrities look young still. It really is. We all like they, they all say like, I just use olive oil on my skin. And like I do yoga. Like, no, you don't. You get medical procedures done. And that's fine. If you're into them. I like Botox. I have it in my face right now. Next, shaving your face. Yes, you can use either the, I don't know if they're tinkle razors or twinkle razors, but use a razor without like a strip of soap on it. You know how a lot of the ones for your legs have like a conditioning strip on it so it's softer when you shave? Get one without that that's just blades. You can also use what Matt was talking about, a safety razor that just is a blade. And you can also have somebody else do it for you. You can go get dermaplaned. Okay, this was, these are two of mine that I really love. So 
I use only sensitive skin products. I don't have super sensitive skin, but anything that's labeled sensitive, sensitive skin, it has less fragrance. It has less like junk in it. So I use like sensitive skin, shaving cream and body wash and things like that. And then my next one is dry brushing. A lot of you guys said dry brushing. So getting like, you know, the, the scrubby brushes from the, the target section where the loofahs are, but using it on your skin before you shower. And I like to dry brush before and then use my exfoliator on my skin before I get in the shower. And my favorite one is the Way exfoliator and it's expensive. It is. I don't invest a lot of money into like my makeup and I definitely don't buy a lot of like nice clothes. So I feel fine doing a little bit of a splurge on like skincare and body care because that's really what I what I like to spend my money on. So it is a splurge. Anything from the way is a splurge, but I I love it. Everything I've I've gotten from them, I have loved. I almost said botan and I know that nobody probably would have noticed, but how did we get to a place where we all say botan all the time? Anyway, I love to double exfoliate before I get in the shower, especially if you're going to do a self tan or you're going to go get a spray tan. The more times you can exfoliate, the better. A very common submission was Aquaphor. And I am also on this train. I am on the Aquaphor train. I use it for chapstick. I use it on my elbows when they get dry or on like my knuckles when they get dry in the winter. I also use it to take off mascara. It's like the one thing that I bring on a plane with me if I'm going on a long trip because it's very universally used. I think a lot of you guys use it too. I always have like four tubes of it with me at all times using men's beard dye to tint your own brows. It even comes with a little brush. I think this is such a good idea. If you tint your brows at home, I think that this is a really good idea. I might start doing that. Okay, next one, $10 scalp treatments at hair schools. Just like I was saying about aesthetic schools, you can also go to hair schools and get deep condition treatments, get a nice little massage. When I am a billionaire one day, you know, like that's going to happen sometime, I'm just going to hire somebody to wash my hair for me every day. That's what I, if I won the lottery, that's what I would spend my money on. I would spend my money on a permanent hair washer and somebody to tickle my back all the time. That's really, that's the greatest luxury in life. Okay, next, zit patches. Oh, what an invention. How lucky are we to be alive at a time where zit patches exist? They work so well. And the hydrocolloid blister band-aids, you know, they're like that kind of gooey material. I don't know why I said gooey. It's the only word I can think of. Those also work as zip patches and you, they're bigger so you can put them on bigger areas. But I have been so pleasantly surprised by zit patches and band-aids, good old-fashioned band-aid and neosporin on a zit that's like either just popped or like starting to scab. Oh, that'll work wonders. And it will help with scarring. Speaking of scarring... I have one holy grail ingredient that has helped my acne scars fade more than anything else, and it's niacinamide. You can get a niacinamide and zinc serum from The Ordinary. It's like $7.50. The Ordinary stuff is so stupid cheap. It feels illegal. And so far, I have liked everything that I've tried from The Ordinary, and especially their niacinamide. It's helped me with my, yeah, like I said, with my acne scars. And also, there is something from Fenty called Fat Water, and it's a toner, but it has niacinamide in it, and I have been loving that lately. Again, nobody nobody has sponsored this, but like, if Rihanna wants to pay me, I would I would happily accept. Also, she wants to hang out like for the rest of forever. That would be that would be fine with me too. Okay, now we got to talk about ice rollers because ice rollers are 
my my best friend. I love ice rollers. It helps with swelling. It helps with like inf- inflammation. Like when you have a zit that's really inflamed, it helps with that. Or you can also put spoons in the freezer and you can put them on your eyes and that'll help like depuff them. It's also really good for hickeys if anybody ever needs that. Spoons in the freezer or ice rolling. Oh, it is like the most simple thing you can do and it makes you feel like you live inside of a spa. This one I actually have never done, but a lot of people suggested it and I think it may solve a problem I've been having. I try dry shampoo all the time. I've tried every single kind that people recommend to me. I keep buying it and I keep hating it. But so many people said to put dry shampoo in the night before and then it has time to like soak up the oil and then you wake up with clean hair. I'm going to try that out and I will keep you guys posted because yeah, I've just never had good luck with dry shampoo. It makes me feel really like greasy and it makes my hair feel heavy kind of like weighed down. So I'm going to give that a shot. This one changed me when I learned it. Getting your beauty blender wet before you blend your makeup. I am on the fence with beauty blenders. I love them. I truly, truly love them. But I also feel like they're like dirty. I feel like they're really hard to clean. So I just keep having to get new ones. But I really like the beauty blender brand, but they're like $20 for like a little sponge. So then I get one of the knockoff ones and they're much firmer and they don't work as well. So kind of on the fence, but when I do have when I do use one and I get a little a little bit wet, it works really really well. Okay, this next one I loved so much. She said that when she's getting ready, she puts her mascara between her boobs and gets it all warm so that when she puts it on, it's nice and soft and easy to apply. Piggybacking on that one, layering your mascara, so using like a lengthening mascara and then a volumizing mascara. A lot of people have said that that is the best way to get the best lashes of your life. We love that. Looking out for each other. Another one that I'm definitely going to use that I had never thought of is using clear eyebrow gel for flyaways on your hair. And you can get cheap eyebrow gel. If you're not picky about it and it's just going on a few flyaways, you can get the one from e.l.f. And it's probably like a couple dollars. The e.l.f. stuff has seriously stepped up its game. I wouldn't use anything from e.l.f., but a lot of you really like their primer. It's so affordable. There's there's just so many affordable options for good makeup and good skincare. And we've been tricked into thinking you have to spend your life savings and give up your firstborn in order to have good skin. But that's that's not true. I'm here to tell you that it's not true. You don't need to spend a whole bunch of money. All right, next one. Where are we? Oh, cortisone cream on razor burn. This is what I use. So I've always always used cortisone cream on eczema. Like that's always what I've used. And I thought that everybody used it for any time anything got red and bumpy and itchy. So I've always used it on razor burn or like on my bikini line, ingrown hairs, all of that. And I love it. You can even get the kind that's like a gel that's got a cooling effect. Oh, we love to see it. This next one is perhaps, perhaps the most important one. And I'm glad that somebody said this because this is true. You should spend time and money on beauty things that make you feel good. Because here's the thing. I love, I love all things beauty. I love all things skincare and makeup. And I think that it's fun to talk about and fun to participate in. But obviously I recognize that a lot of the beauty industry is built on making women feel insecure so that they feel obligated to buy beauty products. So sometimes I feel like two parts of me are at war with each other. And one part being 
that I want to feel really confident and really empowered and help other girls to feel that way. And then the other part of me that likes beauty and skincare and is maybe giving into a system that benefits from the insecurities of women. So changing kind of how I look at makeup and skincare has helped me with that because it's not about changing the way I look. It's not about making sure that I look pretty for the people around me, but it's using things in the beauty industry that I genuinely like to make me feel good and make me feel happy and making it a point of self-expression rather than wishing that I looked different. You know, I don't wear makeup a certain way because I want to look different, but it makes me feel good to express myself through that medium. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you guys do you guys pick up what I'm putting down? That's kind of how I feel about it. Do it for yourself. Think about the things that you would do by yourself alone on a desert island. If I was alone on a desert island, would I still want to spend $40 on my favorite exfoliator? Probably, because I love the way it makes me feel. Not that that would ever be an option if I was stranded alone on a desert island, but you guys get what I mean. Next, we have a serious life hack and a serious money saver. The purple Kirkland shampoo from Costco is the exact same thing as Pureology. And that Pureology stuff is so expensive. The little bottles are like $30, like one of them. And so you have to get the shampoo and the conditioner, obviously. So it's $60. At Costco, you can get the huge ones and they're like $12. And they are legitimately the same ingredients, the same smell, the same everything. I will post a picture on my Instagram story if you guys want me to. Uh, Next one, spray tans. They're your friend. They're so much safer for you than the sun or a tanning bed. Please, please, please don't go into tanning beds. But, you know, I'm not here to judge you. Sometimes my friends are like, listen, I had a little seasonal depression. I needed something warm. I had to lay in a tanning bed. And I'm like, you know, I'm just here to support you. But you just, you can't be doing that regularly. You can't be, you can't be putting yourself in that cancer machine forever. Okay, Vaseline on your cuticles at night helps with hangnails. Is there anything worse than a hangnail? I will tell you what's worse than a hangnail. When a hangnail gets caught on like a blanket or like a Sherpa pillow, oh, I could just vomit at the idea of that. Wash your pillowcases. Yes, wash your pillowcases, wash your sheets. It Like there's so much stuff on there. And I, I used to think like, well, I'm washing my face before bed, so my pillowcase is probably clean. But it's not because your hair's all over it. You're drooling all over it. It's just like you got to be washing those and it will help your acne so much. I have never used the silk pillowcases, but a lot of you said that you have loved them for like helping your hair stay healthy. I just don't like the feeling of silk, so I don't think I could sleep on it, but a lot of people did recommend those. All right, these last few. Brushing your lips with your toothbrush after you're done brushing your teeth for a little exfoliation. I love a lip exfoliation. I also love a lip mask. Oh, it makes lipsticks and lip glosses go on so smooth. Everybody loves a nice pillowy soft lip, especially if, you know, you're about the town. You never know who's going to be feeling your lips. You got to make sure that they're soft and they're plumped and prepped. Okay, this one I have seen all over TikTok. It's the sweatbands around your wrist when you wash your face so that the water doesn't drip down and get all over your counter. Isn't that genius? I think that is so genius. And let's end this segment with the holy grail of skincare advice that we've all heard a million different times, but you have to wear sunscreen every single day. Even if you're in your house, even if it's sunny or cloudy outside, you got to be wearing sunscreen every single day. I actually like a tinted sunscreen more than like a tinted moisturizer or even a foundation. I like the Elta MD one, not to be confused with 
Ulta, but it's Elta with an E-L-T-A. That is a really good one. I've seen a lot of people post about that. I think it's a pretty popular one. It's more expensive, but it's really, really good and it lasts a long time. All right, let's get real honest for a second. I know how hard it is to feel confident and feel pretty. And sometimes I put makeup on and I think I look so ridiculous. I immediately wash it off and I think that everybody's making fun of me. And I think that I'm bad at it and I think that I shouldn't try. And then, you know, I have days where I get dressed and I hate my body. I have days that I hate my skin, days that I hate my hair. All of those days happen all the time. But you know what the secret ingredient is to being the baddest bitch alive? It's believing that you are the baddest bitch alive. Because what's the downside of believing that you are hot? There is no downside. And the thing is, is that you actually are hot. Because being hot has literally nothing to do with how you look. Nothing. And it has everything to do with how you feel. So if you just start telling yourself you're hot, you will start to believe it because that's what you should believe. And that is actually the secret ingredient to being hot. It's just telling yourself that. Just fill every single part of your routine with things that make you happy. Your shower routine, makeup, getting dressed, beauty, all of that. Just fill it with things that you like. If you hate jeans, if you hate underwire bras, like I do, don't wear them. Who cares? I can't do a winged liner, okay? I will never be able to do a winged liner. I wish I could. I think it looks really pretty on everybody else, but every time I try, it puts me in the worst mood. So I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna put things into my routine that make me sad, and neither should you, okay? That's my that's that's my advice from your mother. Uh, be safe, be kind, be hot. You guys know the drill, okay? To end, I just wanna say that I love sharing beauty tips with you guys, and I hope you have a great week. I love you so much, bye. <laughs>